you are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey there. Welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. DJ Impact. We got Sin City Steve and Matt Michaels with us. Welcome to Wrestling Talk. We're going to go over some of these past week shows and uh, tell you what we like or dislike. So thanks for hanging out with us. If you are live with us right now, make sure you use the comment button in YouTube. Um, the YouTube uh, comment area, uh, Twitch, or Facebook Live. Feel free to uh, throw something in, and as we see fit, we will make sure to uh, to get it out. So. With that, and also for people who don't maybe watch us live, but you download the podcast, thanks for downloading and, you know, hopefully you enjoy the show. Let's get right to it, fellas. A lot of wrestling again that took place this past week. Let's start off, as we always do, with our four-way stop. All right, Mr. Sin City Steve, what were some of your highlights you have for this week? All right, so... John Moxley is your undisputed AEW world champion after defeating CM Punk on free TV in three <laughs> minutes. I'll definitely be talking about this match a little bit later on. Yeah. But as the four-way stop is all about the biggest news in the business, sure. this is definitely up there for sure. Uh, one thing that isn't being mentioned or talked about in relation to this match is that it occurred in Cleveland, Ohio. The same site of CM Punk's UFC debut, where he was destroyed by Mickey Gall. And also, Cleveland was the city in which CM Punk walked out on WWE. Very interesting stuff. Mm. Like I said, we'll talk about that that match a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, elsewhere, Thunder Rosa now needs to take time away to recover from injury. So, yeah, there's going to be an interim women's champion in AEW. Yeah, interim. That'll be crowded, crowned it all out <laughs> September 4th in Chicago. Tony Storm, Hikaru Shida, Jamie Hayter, and Britt Baker will go at it. And uh, the woman who wins the match will be the interim AEW women's champion. Yeah. What? Well, I, I, wow. Anyway, <laughs> um, like I said, newsworthy. Uh, and then after Jay Lethal defeated Dax Harwood in an absolutely great wrestling match, it was announced that at All Out, Wardlow and FTR would not be facing Lethal, Dutt, and Singh, but actually it would be Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns. How about that one, Impact? What'd you think about that one? Yeah. 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 I like it. Yeah. You probably didn't even watch the show. Anyway. I did watch uh, you it. I realized watch it. that Jelly or Saban will be eating the pin in that one, right? Of course. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, just keep my impact, guys, off of your AEW show. I would appreciate it. 
you know, because we all know how it's going to go down, okay? So, anyways, Mr. Matt Michaels, what you got, man? Uh, how about that uh, Grayson Waller effect? I like that. Absolutely. Let's, let's keep that show going. Um, and Apollo Crews and uh, him being called out on why he has visions and how he can see shit. <laughs> It's just like, well, hey, so you know what? You mentioned that last week, and they they brought it up this week. So, hey, I mean, that's a it's a good thing they, yeah, they're listening. Guess, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Loomis, well, you wasn't there last Loomis week, kidnapping the Miz. Uh, <laughs> Lord knows where the Miz is, but apparently the cops didn't find him because they arrested Loomis, but we have not heard about where the Miz is. So, you know, maybe Loomis uh, ate his face or something. But that would be nice. Right. Uh, you know, you never know. It'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, Johnny Wrestling's back. Johnny fucking Wrestling is back. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Wrestling is back. That's right. So uh, if you haven't heard, he's back. <laughs> and it's fucking amazing. And uh, he cut a promo. That was wonderful. And then he fucking, of course, gets in it with Theory great stuff and uh i i just um i am so uh impressed by the fact that everyone has been able to keep shit off of the dirt sheets mm -hmm. it, it's been great so that's right know, we'll see more of that uh surprise shit but uh, a bunch of great wrestling this week too including drew versus uh drew mcintyre versus sammy uh Zane. so good stuff yeah, absolutely. Uh, for myself, I definitely want to shout out for Raw, the Finn Balor and Dolph Ziggler match. Uh, that I thought was really good. Man, the zigzag nor the famouser uh, looked like that uh, got kicked out by uh, Finn Balor there. But very good stuff there because I thought that was going to be it when, uh, when, when that happened. Um, over in, in uh, NXT, I had mentioned the Waller effect as well. That was absolutely uh, uh, awesome. To, uh, to see that whole thing went down, definitely they should keep that type of uh, show going. For Impact Wrestling, Mia Yim and Jordan Grace had a match against Vexed. Now, Vexed is a team of Deanna Perrazzo and Chelsea Green. They are the Knockout World Tag Team Champions, and they had their uh, the match, which they, they won. So it's a little bit more coming on to that because Deanna Perrazzo did uh, have a pin on Jordan Grace, and that's going to uh, build to something up later. SmackDown, Ricochet, Happy uh, Corbin. Uh, I thought that that was a pretty cool match. You, would, you wouldn't think that, uh, you know, we've seen them get down before, but, I mean, to put on a good – and I'm just – I don't know what the full time was, but it looked like it could at least went 15 minutes uh, of a match. But it, 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 it was done well. It was very entertaining, um, considering, you know, you didn't think Ricochet maybe was going to uh, come out on top, but he did. And uh, I think, oh, you know what? Why not? Why not? Death Triangle versus the United Empire. Um, I, <laughs> hey, okay. It's, listen, it was a good match. I mean, again, if you're, if you, if it's, if it's just about the wrestling itself, it meets the uh, criteria. But if you're looking for anything that's storyline related, not necessarily nothing there. I'm going to go ahead and shout that one out. 
Sorry, Mr. Michaels. All right. How about we go now to our Too Sweet for the Week. All right, Matt Michaels, what you got? Uh, you know, uh, staying along the lines with uh, Loomis uh, getting arrested for, or, you know, kidnapping Miz, uh, the the arrest at NXT was was pretty sweet, especially because uh, he kidnapped the Miz in Canada, yet it was the Florida police who arrested him in Orlando. So international <laughs> instant incident <laughs> caused by Dexter Loomis. Uh, but we got to see Index back together, and that's what we want to see. We want to see Index and those happy lovebirds uh continue their story which was wonderful to see well, it was a big uh, pop about, what was that it was a big pop for that. it was yeah. it was man it was um lights out match between uh tiffany stratton and wendy chu Whew. those two uh, gotta give it to them they beat the fuck out of each other and uh we got to see a spot that we haven't seen which is uh going through a bed which was uh pretty interesting yeah nice way to set up uh you know something that's a little different and it was literally a lights out match give it that uh right you know that exactly. lighting effect <laughs> yeah it was, it was all right and uh also uh johnny wrestling is back baby johnny fucking wrestling is back uh man him and, and theory are going to tear it up uh, and, uh, boy, that kick to the face of theory was something else really well-timed and again, awesome theory. One of the best sellers in the business. He just took that and went down like a pile of bricks. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, city, what you got? All right. So, uh, impact, I will, uh, echo your sentiment about, uh, will Osprey and Aussie open versus the death triangle. Mm -hmm. All six guys pushed it to the limit. Uh, the match closed out Dynamite, what ended up being a very interesting episode of Dynamite on a high note. Um, and surprisingly enough, the United Empire actually advanced in the tournament, which was quite an upset, if I do say so myself. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that not many people were pegging them to actually win the match. Right. Um, but, of course, next week on Dynamite, that means that we're going to get Will Ospreay and Aussie Open versus Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Wow. Give those guys 30 minutes. Let them put on a show. Um, the only thing that really hurt that match, the six-man match, was the commercial break. Um, the numerous commercial yeah. break. Yeah. Um, I fucking abhor picture in picture at this point. Um, the Cleveland fans that were in that audience that had to deal with that other match that occurred on that show, at least this was some sort of compensation for it, I guess. Yeah. Um, also, Michaels... Johnny Wrestling. I, I didn't want to steal your thunder. I wanted you to be the one because you mainly talk about WWE stuff. So I wanted to let you be the one to say it. But yes, too sweet for Johnny Wrestling coming back. And, you know, it's now he can actually be Johnny Wrestling. Um, and they can call him that. He can be that in canon. Now that wrestling is not a, a dirty word or a bad word. Um, and it certainly appears that we are starting to get NXT black and gold on the main roster with bigger budgets and more airtime, here we fucking go. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Uh, too sweet for me. Uh, Damian Priest versus uh, Edge. 
Damian Priest, man, this guy, I, I tell you, I know he's come in later in his life, but, I mean, he's a beast. I, I would like to see him truly elevated to even get to a higher spot. I'm just saying. I, um, you know, been a fan of his for a while, but a great match that was put in for that. Um, for NXT, yes, the same thing with the Wendy True. Drew and Tiffany Stratton, I put down definitely that lights out match was awesome. I also like, well, if I have to do the two sweet, I just like how Tony D'Angelo was just yelling at Delgado for doing a Luce Libre moves. He doesn't like all this flippy, and I, it, it, I just that was just a good moment. I, I just loved it. He was just yelling, he was so pissed. Even if they were doing well, I mean, he just don't like them doing it. Um, <laughs> another too sweet for me, for Impact Wrestling, there was a match between um, Motor City Machine Guns and Kushida, which have now, they have their own team called Time Machine. <laughs> so Time Machine went against uh, VBD, and um, and that I thought was actually was a pretty good match uh, as well uh, for that. You seem like you lost Matt Michaels. You good? <laughs> You're like, yeah. I don't know. I don't watch it back. I don't know. All right. Let me keep going. Um, so, boy, I, oh, go ahead, man. I just want to interject. Yeah, uh, man. Kushida was a former tag tag partner of Alex Shelley. Okay. Japan. So they have they have history. And okay. It's really cool that they kind of brought all that together. Got you. No doubt. I think, you, and you I lost, think they. You lost me at Motor City Machine Guns. So, so. Oh, God. What? <laughs> this guy is wrapped in WWE, isn't he? <laughs> Um, let me finish right quick. The um, the two sweep when the brawling brutes and Gunther was out and they had that stare down, and while the guys were fighting amongst that, that was just awesome right there. How <laughs> shout out yeah. to Ludwig, uh, Butch, all of them. I mean, it didn't take away from the stare down. I'm actually interested in this match. If on paper, I was like, oh, okay, it might, but watching what they did. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not, I know on paper. But with Gunther also, with that strong voice he have, I mean, he comes very powerful on the mic. It really comes out like some real legit shit. Like, I'm really excited to see this match. This whole thing that's coming out in Wales is going to be one awesome show. I'm almost jealous I'm not there. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I went longer than I went. Um, but that was too sweet. All right. Let's go into our next one here, WTF. I think I'm I'm most annoyed with the commentators at AEW. I just don't really find them entertaining at all. They are really just boring. Uh, I try. Commentary is the one thing that keeps us entertained as we're watching what we're seeing on the screen. So I love how the banter between Corey and Bre- and, 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 and Saxton goes uh, between the two. Um, or um, uh, Pat and Cole. I, I love to, to hear that. And, and even uh, Vic and um, what's his name? Um, but when I listen to AEW, it's just, um, it's like, what are they... They sometimes they just stop talking about the match. They talk about other things outside of the match. They talk about other matches. They talk about things they may want to see. It has nothing to do with a lot of times with what's happening in the ring. Now, yes, I'm sure 
JR is big, the big reason for a lot of that. But the guys just go along with it, and they don't bring it back around to what we're actually seeing. I don't know. I, I To me, that is just Excalibur. the most unknown. Oh, Excalibur? Excalibur. It's, he's a fucking, he's, he's fucking useless. Yeah, it's, Dude, I don't he's know. Vanilla as shit. He's vanilla as shit. Yeah. Dude. You got him, man. It's it's just it's just horrific. Commentaries should be the most important thing to what we're watching, and I just I just find it to just be horrific listening to. But that's mine. That's mine for this week. Uh, let me go over to you, uh, Sin City. What did you have, oh, okay. man? Yeah, yeah. So, it, you know, it for me, I don't necessarily have an issue with Excalibur, but that's again, that's just my taste versus you guys. That's not, well, a, I mean, Excalibur is full of like, he, look, he's got full of information, right? He just knows all of this stuff. Yeah. But is and it, honestly, but is it like, entertaining? It, it, all, it all depends on if you want people to cite, you know, statistics and, you know, past feuds, past stables, uh, move sets, actual moves, that kind of stuff. He's it, not a color commentator though on their show. That's the problem. He's the I, I get it. I get it. And it ultimately it just comes down to whatever taste that you prefer. Um, anyway, um, let's go ahead and continue talking about AEW. Yes, <laughs> this is where I'm going to talk about that title unification match that you did for free. Yeah. <laughs> that you did with next to no notice in an afterthought announcement on a show. You slotted it in the middle of the show. You gave it three minutes. I see the story that they were trying to tell, but... God, it, yeah, it's going to set up Punk winning the title at AEW's marquee show in Chicago, all out. God, man, this was just <laughs> layer upon layer upon layer of bullshit yeah. from the beginning. Um, and, you know, this is coming from somebody who out of the two was pulling for Mox to win this feud and to win this match, uh, which really no one saw coming. Um, and, you know... It did pop a rating. They did get over a million viewers. But if you slot it in the middle of the show, you if you've seen the quarter hours, as soon as the match was over, every like a hundred thousand people just turned off. Wow, they were done. <laughs> um, elsewhere, squash fucking city on rampage, man. It's getting more and more ridiculous. Two squash matches right in the middle of the show. Three if you count the Sammy and Ty versus Ortiz and Ruby Soho match. I mean, come on. If I wanted to watch AEW Dark, I would watch AEW Dark, and I usually do. <laughs> Elsewhere, gotta love WWE security. Graves saying that Dexter doesn't work there when he clearly does, or else he would have been swarmed by security. Willing suspension of disbelief was murdered. And <laughs> speaking of murdered, though, in the Death Triangle promo, Pac saying, we're not going to kill you, we're going to murder you. That's kind of the same fucking thing, brother. What the fuck? Uh, good points there. Really good points. Mr. Matt Michaels. Uh, Seamus, you're 44 years old. Don't use the word banger, let alone over and over and over. <laughs> and with that Irish accent, it just was like, dude, shut up. Um, Thunder Rosa losing her smile. And yes, an interim champ. Uh, that's what we need. Interim champs. Fucking ridiculous. Uh, father versus son for the first time in AEW. Whoopie-fucking-do. Yeah. Holy shit. Right. Uh, Swerve and Lee 
they saved the acclaimed and now they're wrestling them at the pay-per-view <laughs> because what the fuck? Why not? Let's have no story and let's just have two babyface teams go against each other. Right. Good idea. Uh, punk versus Mox, shorter than the finger poke of doom, I believe. <laughs> uh, Taz, Taz summed it up. Uh, what the hell just happened? Was his exact quote. I agree. Uh, Okay, here's the reason why they shouldn't do this interim belt shit. Mox poses with both belts in the ring. And then he fucking leaves one belt in the ring and leaves with just one title. <laughs> so what the fuck? Yeah. Um, if if Moxley shaves his head, he'd look like a deflated Triple H. That was an observation that was interesting. Oh, look, it's the guys from Mexico versus the guys from Japan. Well, I guess I know exactly where Steve got his boner during the week. <laughs> uh, and then, look, it's Kip. Nobody gives a flying fuck, Saban. Right. Uh, Wardlow, Wardlow and FTR versus Jay Lethal and that team from Impact because they had to bring back an Impact team into the – do they not have enough teams in AEW to do this? And finally, what the fuck? Johnny Wrestling is fucking back. <laughs> what the fuck? Absolutely. All good points, man. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Let's go out to the lookout. See what we're looking for. All right. Let me see what I'm looking out for. I um, I tell you what, almost everything that they that's going to be on this coming week SmackDown, I'm like I'm looking out for all of it. They have a Roman Reigns celebrates a two year championship, uh, just championship reign. Hey, I don't like that look there, Sin City. Um, the run around the final judgment. Okay, you know whatever. But Karrion Cross in ring debut. I'm, I'm like excited for that. And then the uh, the maximum the maximum male models goes gets hit row. Yes, I'm so excited about that. Oh man! Um, and I think let's see. Uh, I think that's all I pretty much put for that. A lot of it was just, but really, just the upcoming uh, shows, man. Even with the uh, World Collide and um, that right there. I mean. Down the line. Oh, and shout out to, uh, I love that J.D. Uh, McDonough when he was talking in that promo. And then come to be, this guy is talking upside down. I, uh, I, I'm i telling you, I'm becoming a huge fan of this guy right here. I'm telling you. Every week it's like he just does something that's just just more amazing. So wait, so it's it's spectacular to you because he can talk upside down? Yeah, and not just talk upside down, but you didn't know he was upside down. That's why. Good shit, man. Uh, please, please, at the end of this, please just turn your camera over and be doing this whole show upside down. <laughs> it will be fucking a great reveal. I won't do that. Oh, uh, World Collide, though. And then, of course, we talked about uh, the the uh, the show going down, the main pay-per-view going down this weekend. So, anyway, I'm looking forward to a lot of things this week. But starting Friday, it seemed like it's just going to be... Just hit after hit after hit. So I'm excited for that. Uh, let me go over to you, Matt Michaels. Uh, what are you looking out for? 
Uh, Worlds Collide. Um, you got Braun versus Tyler Bate. And, and, and as much as McDonough is exciting, you, you forget how good Tyler Bate is because he's sure. been over there. Uh, and don't forget, too, we're losing the 2.0, it looks like, in NXT. Yeah. So get ready for that. Um, and, you know, this kind of end of NXT UK and potentially the start of NXT, NXT Europe. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things going down. Plus, we get a... <laughs> As uh, as it was said, a women's tipple tet match. So that should be pretty awesome. Uh, they did show Nia Jax in that Shayna package. So might that be a hint that Nia Jax might be coming back? Because why else would you show her? You know. Well, didn't they sh- they showed the other the other person too, right? Who's the other one that's not a part of the company? I don't know. That's Shayna. That's Shayna beat. I was some. I don't know. Give me a second. Go oh, ahead. Well, it, whatever. Uh, you know. Uh, but you're right. Sheamus versus Gunther is going to be fucking a, a great match. And it looks like Sheamus and the boys are going face. So that should be kind of interesting if they kind of keep that trending towards that way. Uh, be interesting. Uh, and uh, Johnny Wrestling. Got to be looking forward to him versus Austin Theory coming up. And if you're having a baby, get your baby wrestling T-shirt because you know that baby wrestling shirt is going to be available in the shop zone sometime soon. So look out for Johnny Wrestling. He's back. Absolutely. Uh, Sin City, Steve, what you got? (sighs) They're going to fucking do it, aren't they? They're going to have the Dark Order go to the finals of this trio's title <laughs> tournament to face Kenny Omega and the Bucks. Just like I said, they already planted the seed two on Rampage this week with 10 having his knee getting tweaked and becoming a target. Mm-hmm. So I could easily see next week, best friends take out his knee, Dark Order advance, and then that sets up the drama. The Dark Order don't have a third man. Who are they going to bring in to face Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks? Uh-oh. But Hangman Adam Page, Hulk Hogan. He's the Adam third Page. man, right? No. <laughs> anyway, but, but Steve, um, but Steve, question, and I'll stop the clock. Question: If you do that, do you not have Hangman Page turn on the Dark Order right then and there? No. Oof. No. Oof. Because it, realistically, it all depends on how they want to go with him, but. They've, they've been rumored as wanting to have um, the Red Dragon and Adam Cole feud with the Bucks and Omega. So, realistically speaking, I think that I, I don't think there's going to be any kind of a turn that happens between the two. Um, maybe, maybe Hangman finally embraces the fact that he is a member of the Dark Order. Um, elsewhere, I am genuinely curious as to what's going to happen with Daniel Garcia, who. I dare I say showed some acting chops in his promo this week um, compared to what we're used to seeing from him. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, Chris Jericho will be facing Brian Danielson at all out. They might as well just make this a custody of Daniel Garcia match. I don't know. Yeah. Um, And yes, I am definitely looking forward to what is going to happen at clash at the castle. Um, Drew and Roman has me intrigued because they're building it up. Like as if Matt's favorite wrestler 
Drew McIntyre will be the one to knock Roman down from his pedestal in front of his hometown crowd. Keep in mind, Vince isn't at the helm anymore, so they might actually let somebody go over in one of the uh, one of their home cities, uh, or at least somewhere close to his home. Um, Gunther and Sheamus is going to be great, if for no other reason then we're going to be able to see bright red handprints on Sheamus's chest for a solid week after the show because Gunther throws the hardest chops in the business and Sheamus just shows effects of anything. Um, Yeah, bravo WWE. You have me intrigued more for a pay-per-view that's not on this continent than what you have in a couple of months. (laughs) Great fucking work. Listen, me and I, we have a little... uh extra time anyway listen let me just say this i was also beginning to think about that same thing about drew somehow maybe knocking him off because at first i'm like i'm like well who else is he going to fight now now that we do have carrying cross of course you could you could go with that but i'm like would they be ready to to in fact carrion hasn't even really said much about uh, Roman, his his attacks no, has all been on Drew, so it's, right. I'm just been wondering, like, like I'm wondering if, <laughs> I mean, so did, did you, you, just, you, could, you and by the event, way, you could main event the house shows with Cross versus McIntyre. They will be, they, yeah, they yeah. will be. That's because that's that's what you'd be doing because yeah. Roman won't be on him. And the the thing is though, so you got a package about Drew. You know, you got these like build up right. packages. That usually is not a good sign because they want you to invest in that person. And booking-wise... But but Roman also ended that show with the chair over his neck. And then normally it would be the other way around of Drew well, getting got, the hint. Go ahead. You got this Friday. There's so. one, yeah, there's one more week. Right. But I, what I just want to say is keep in mind, Vince is no longer in charge of creative. Yeah, it's, one that's of the, one of the big one of the big reasons why myself like why I was a huge fan of NXT 1.0 and the black and gold brand was because we got great matches we got what we wanted in the end so they capped storylines in a particular way and quite frankly I loved when Hunter was doing NXT like it, it absolutely sure. great stuff yeah and I, I know that we all felt pretty much the same on that. But keep in mind, I mean, it, it's a whole different ballgame now. Yeah, but at the same time, Wrestling 101 says Karrion Cross costs him the belt because you're not going to put two titles on Drew. There's no way. And if they do that, what are you doing? You just blew Roman's this whole time. You blew it on one show. No, one, for one crowd. One thing so. that, that I did kind of bring up um, last week that could be an interesting wrinkle is that, you know, we haven't seen a, a contract signing uh, for this for this match. Okay. So what if, hypothetically, Fantasy Booking 101, what if you had the match go down, you have Drew win the match, get the big pop that he never got, for winning a, a world championship in front of a crowd. Because keep in mind, his first world championship happened during the pandemic with no live crowd reaction. Mm-hmm. You can give him that huge ovation and that pop. And then what happens on Monday is maybe the wise man 
comes out or Friday, the wise man comes out and just mentions, Hey, you might want to take a look at the contract. And maybe that's one way that you split the titles. Mm. And that way Roman but, can still hold the, hold one of the titles. I'm just, I'm just trying to yeah, think I, of ways that they can. Make either, way, either way, if you put a belt on him, you have Roman actually getting pinned. I don't see it. I do not see it. At what point does Roman get pinned? Are we are it's, we banking this to when the so-called Rock going to happen at Mania? Rock, Rock Roman doesn't need a, a world. They don't spot. exactly. So when that, does that can, so that when, can be a main event? Unto it can. Itself. So when does it and happen? The then? thing is that you have somebody like Triple H now in charge of creative that notice that knows that right. Um, and, and he can use that championship to elevate other people. So I think that, I think that that's one other thing that, you know, I keep saying it, but Hunter does not tend to insult our intelligence as fans. That's that's the number one lesson I learned from the entire time that I was watching NXT. Um, and you know, it, I, I'm just, but, I think, but isn't it, isn't it insulting though, as a fan to uh, then just get the, you know, it, you're kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't in this situation, because you can say, well, it insults my intelligence to keep having Roman win. But then you can say, well, it insults my intelligence because obviously you're giving him this belt in his, you know, hometown. You're just getting a pop. Like you said, you, you literally said that. Completely. So, so why the, then why does it matter? I, I, you know, and and we can we can go straight to the fact that if CM Punk wrestles the fucking pay per view against Moxley, you put it on TV for yeah. him to just go and win in front of the fucking Chicago crowd, and and fuck? that's that's exactly what I'm saying. But that will be what happens. But that to me is if you're gonna say, well, you know, Vince insulted your intelligence, then you got to say, well, that is the same completely. Thing. Completely. Oh, that's that's one big so, reason why I mentioned that in my WTF this week, dude. So, like, so it's hard, but it's hard. It's it's hard because it is an either or. Right. You take either side of, in this case, the sword because it's true. Um, but again, the the question is, that's great. But Drew McIntyre is well, he? Well, I'll tell you this: I, he's I, the I, one who wins Roman Reigns. I'll tell you this: the only reason why I think that it maybe won't happen would probably be because of the time of the show. Unfortunately, us in in the states won't be able to be able to watch it um watch it at a larger group of people in terms of if it was oh, during oh, during a regular okay. time. You got to work. Is it work? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they all know that most people are going to be working during oh, that no, time. No, 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 dude. Or, or Dude, sleeping, no, whichever take, time it comes. What time does it come on our time? 11 a.m. our time. Yeah, see? Right in time for lunch, bro. You can take your lunch break. Yeah, what are you talking about? All right. Well, we'll see. Come on, man. How 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 much of a dedicated fan are you, Impact? I got to make that money, man. <laughs> you got your phone. I'm like, I'm you like Heath, man. I got your phone at work. I'm like Heath, man. I got kids to feed. Um. Oh, and by the way, Matt Michaels, that um that other person they showed in the video, because I was like, there was someone else. It was Eva Marie. So so yeah. we think maybe she will be making a return too? No, but I think Nia Jax is a very high possibility. Okay. 
think about it again right. you got a different person in charge and naya is someone who you know it's not like she isn't part of i don't know a samoan dynasty so yeah listen i i i i for a minute thought the same thing when i saw it until i saw even marina i was like well that threw that whole thing out the way all right here we go best of show You know what? I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to Raw, and I I just love when when they do things that's so subtle that you just it's perfect example. The show starts. There's just a little bit of pyro. Like what the heck's going on? The next thing you know, the camera's running through Gorilla, and there's this big fight between Seth and and Riddle going on. All right. Then after all that's taken care of, they go ahead and they finish with the rest of the pyro like that's something that is different right you don't get to see that all the time or the fact that there's a backstage interview going and then you see adam pierce come through with security and then it's noticed you notice this is before we fully knew it was like dexter right he has a picture of dexter and he's holding it in a position where you now could clearly see it's him and then he holds it you know puts it back up that shit i i i was having my moment sin city steve i know matt michaels is saying that you was having your uh your moment from the with the uh, <laughs> Japan wow. and the, yeah, that was my moment when I was seeing all of that happen in the background, and then of course later on in the show, which by the way, um, I'm gonna go ahead and just throw it out there because I really don't know, so I'll allow you guys to to go ahead and clown me. Um, I didn't catch who was the who was the the other guy before Dexter that 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 came out who was that dude it was an indie guy yeah oh just an indie guy okay i was like maybe i'm missing something there like he's maybe a big name i didn't catch okay not Uh, not that we're aware of right now okay cool uh raw definitely raw uh just to continue uh you know good stuff there eo sky dakota versus alexa and oscar uh lashley aj styles champa miss um all, all of it. So, uh, of course, we got a chance to see Trish Stratus, which looked amazing, by the way. Shout out to her. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, raw for me. Let me go over to you. How about you, Matt Michaels? What was your uh, best in show? Uh, yeah, raw by far was, mm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. it was it was great. Uh, so it was NXT. So it was SmackDown, uh, you know, uh, the backstage stuff on SmackDown. Uh, when they were interviewing Natalia and uh, and Sonia, mm-hmm. in the background, Dewdrop and Nikki Ash were arguing That's the right. whole time. Yeah, <laughs> which if they're going to do stuff like that, they do have to learn how to become better background actors because it was ridiculous. Because no one talks like this the whole fucking time for. <laughs> three minutes of just doing this where you can't hear anything when you have microphones that are within the vicinity. So, right. uh, but they're, they're doing that. They're doing all that little type of stuff. Yeah. Um, but obviously the best in show this week was Johnny fucking wrestling period. Hello. Welcome That's right. back. Which is raw. All right. Sin city. What was yours, man? I think for the first time, Uh Oh, 
August 28th, 2022. <laughs> go ahead and mark this down. Birthday of my mother. Happy birthday, Mom. I love you. Oh, there you go. Um, we are all going to three say the same show. <laughs> nice. And, okay, so here's the thing. Raw felt like a, like a mini pay-per-view. It felt like more than a traditional weekly show. Mm -hmm. um, we had the shotgun start to the show, like what you had just mentioned, Impact. Mm -hmm. Um, it, that, that type of an intro is something that they need to do different iterations of, but, you know, don't make it an every single week thing, but at the same time, make it feel like as if anything can happen in the WWE, right? you know, that kind of a thing. Um, that Trish Stratus, holy shit. Okay. <laughs> so we literally were what 43 minutes into the show. And we just now mentioned Trish Stratus. So that's, that's, that's massive. The, and she is going to be doing stuff for WWE. Um, I haven't seen how extensive uh, her schedule is going to be or anything like that. But she looked amazing. She did. Um, and it's going to be great to allow some of the younger women to, you know, kind of get a little bit of a rub from working with her. Um, hello. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, elsewhere, you know, Johnny fucking wrestling. Mm -hmm. You had you had Edge versus Damian Priest. Yes. Um, it it felt like a mini pay per view, and it was a great show. And I can't believe I'm saying that about a three hour fucking <laughs> Monday Night Raw, but here we are. Wow. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, guys, that is our wrestling talk, and uh, thanks for hanging out with us. And if you're watching us live, we're going to be right back with our three counts. And if you're not watching us live and listening to the download, thanks for downloading. All right. We will uh, we'll do it all over again next time. Until then, take care. Happy wrestling to y'all. Peace. The biggest bad boys of podcasting.